Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Popsicle, a sweet new show where a guest and I lap up what's new in pop culture. My name is RJ, and today we have a very special guest. Um, not only is this man uh, my voice teacher, <laughs> uh, he's also he's also a kuya. He's a, sometimes he's my therapist when he makes me sing in my chest voice. Um, it's the... It's the angel of a piece himself. <laughs> we have Kit Cleto on the line with us. Hi, Kit. Hi, RJ. Hi, thank you so much for having me. No, thank you so much for um, talking about how excited you are about what we're going to talk about today, which made me want to watch it and consume it immediately. So. It's a problem. I've got myself into a hole and I can't wait to share it with people. <laughs> Share it to the world. Share it to the world. Oh, man. Today on The Popsicle, we will be unwrapping the web series Game Boys Level Up Edition on Netflix. So here is the Too Cold Didn't Eat, the TCDE. <laughs> Live street gamer Cairo calls for a rematch after losing to a newcomer, Gavriel, and an online romance blooms. So this was originally a web series uh, for YouTube, um, and the Level Up Edition... Uh, streams on Netflix. Um, they refreshed and reshot a lot of the scenes, and since then it has achieved global reach and success. It is produced by the Idea First Company, written by Ash M. Malanum, directed by Ivan Andrew Payawal, and stars Cocoy de Santos as Gavriel and Elijah Canlas as Cairo. Yes, so there are 14 episodes all in all. Uh, the way that the series was shot was all kind of like self-taped videos um, that mixed a lot of um, different ways that we in the pandemic shoot ourselves in. So um, it was like part Zoom, part video calls, part uh, Instagram stories and Snapchats, and boomerangs. And, uh -huh. um, so it was a it was a production. I will say it was a production that was all based during um, the Manila lockdowns, the mm -hmm. you know whole like Luzon lockdown. So the story is about finding romance during uh, the 2020 lockdown. And at the same time, um, it reflected the story and in the the production aspect of it, which I think was very, very well done. Right. It is a Filipino-based uh, BL series, Boy Love, which I didn't even know it was a genre that existed I, until I this one. I didn't know before this either. I was like, oh, that's like they have a name for it and everything. And it just, it's a whole thing. Like there's a whole secret fandom, I feel like, that's been culminating and growing since yeah. uh, I think the first one was a tie series as as typical in my podcast we talk about what's sweet and what's sticky so we're gonna go ahead and start with the sweet and what we loved about this piece of pop culture oh, girl <laughs> <laughs> there's so much to love there's so much. there is so much to love i for me one of the f first thing and Adam was watching some of the episodes with me and he uh -huh. was truly like i've never heard you talk as much as when you watch some, like this is the first time I've heard you talk as much as you have watching uh -huh. the show. Yeah. Because it's so, the dialogue is so natural and laid in and it's very, like, so the show is in Tagalog, but um, mm -hmm. so it's very, it's subtitled in English and we, oh, typical so when you're is. talking in Tagalog, it's already woven in with English yeah. anyway. Yeah, they speak a um, lot of English in their like daily vernacular. So it's very yes. much um, understandable if you don't know Tagalog, so which is- yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is subtitled, and I do think that the dialogue is really good. For me, what really clicked were all the slang and the oh colloquialisms, and all it felt so. It's so good. It's so good. Gets na gets go. I love gets. Like that's so good. Gets. Like, yeah, we do a lot of that. We do like plurals of uh -huh. like. Um, I love it. I love Filipino slang so much. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Um, so I pers I moved out of the Philippines when I was thirteen. So I mm -hmm. didn't have like my formative teenage years in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was already assimilated assimilating. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like I missed out on a lot of like being able to talk, um, the way that like Gavin Kai and Pearl like how they all talk. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is that like playful um, colloquialism. There was a lot that I loved. One was potassium. Oh. And and um, I'm gonna say this in Tagalog. I'm not yep. gonna censor it because it's in Tagalog. And they were like, "Potassium, what does that mean?" And Pearl was like, "Potana, assuming kapa." So it's like you're already you're already a jerk, but you're also like being an assuming jerk. And it's I love when Tagalog slang makes up like new combinations for words. words that like we already know too. Like it's so it's so good. But like and like ulul and like yes. those things like you can feel it when they say it. You might not like understand what the word actually means. Yeah. How they say it, it's just so like oh I get it. Seeing the subtitles because it's like oh that's I guess that's the closest thing to English because Adam always asks like what does that mean and I'm like. I don't know how to describe it. I guess it kind of means like you're an idiot, you know, like right, they it always, quite, it doesn't quite, <laughs> it doesn't get, quite like, get there. Like idiot and like, like, yeah. you're, like you're disgusted, yes. right? Like it's just, uh -huh. it's so there's, there's that feeling that, that doesn't have, um, well, there's like, there's a post that I think I shared on Facebook once where there's like these like 14 words in Tagalog that really just don't have one English meaning. Yes, there's, yes. Like, multiple words that you have to kind of like, I think the, the, the top one was like kilig. Kilig. Yes, that's the major yeah. one. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, this whole time I'm watching this show, I'm like, kilig ako. like it's like, yes, ah. it's just how you explain kilig. Like, there are there are so many moments. Like, yeah, it's like I'm I'm yeah, I'm giddy with how much I'm like like shaking <laughs> or like <laughs> because it's like really getting to me and there right. were so many moments oh, in the God. show where I fully was like, "Wow, kinikilig ako." And I don't know why. Like I this is affecting me so hard and I'm like, "I'm 29. I don't need to." Right. I mean, like these, I mean, they're of age. They are of age, but they are fully like in their like young twenties. A decade younger than us, and I'm, <laughs> like, full decade. I'm like, I'm so into it. Like, I, I just, I'm here for it. I, I, yeah. I kept asking the question, like, first of all, is the Philippines really this fluid? Like, are are boys really this fluid now, where they're just like, oh yeah, I'm dating. I Terrence used to date Michelle, but now I'm dating you. Like, they're just going back and forth of like I mean... who. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's always, again, it's like, it's always been, I feel like queer culture, gay culture, like, has been so big in the Philippines, like, as opposed to, I feel like, yeah. other Asian cultures. It's, I mean, there are so many uh, TV shows that I know my mom watches, and, like, but all mm -hmm. the hosts are, like, um, kind of uh, very flamboyant. Yes. And, uh, obviously, yep. of the, uh, like, uh, I don't, I don't Vice know. Ganda, absolutely. Yeah, oh, my God, I love her. <laughs> An um, icon. Yeah, but there's just so many, and... I think I don't know now we're we're seeing 
multiple spectrums of it instead of just mm-hmm. the 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 obvious uh, flamboyant outgoing outward um, yes emotional people and it's just it's so cool to see that that's finally getting over there you know yeah the last episode is kind of like an alternative episode which yeah um, points towards other secondary characters that you've seen. So like to an ex-boyfriend basically of Gav and mm-hmm. um, an old friend of of Kai mm-hmm. who is also like exploring his sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. shows a little bit more of the reality maybe of what it means to be like gay in the Philippines, which is like, it is very sex driven, which is kind of like, how, that's just kind of like how gay culture starts because it's yeah. so, ingrained on us that it's like mm-hmm. you're not allowed to have these feelings right. so it feels like dirty and seedy uh-huh. so they like do you, explore like you, that yeah, they had to like be anonymous to like find other people to talk to and i'm like oh exactly it's so, it's so, it's, i mean as yeah. much as i hate terrence i do <laughs> every time i see him on the screen i'm like i'm like pearl like i don't bossy daddy like that's me <laughs> that is very funny that you say that because i kept texting you when i was watching that i was like i 100 percent would have fallen for terrence i would have been like yeah i'll dump anyone i'll drop my life for you absolutely um i will say just like generally like across the board i think the acting is really good um the the actors are all very charming and you really feel for the characters like you were saying like you probably didn't like terrence but it was like it's a pandemic you're depressed i totally understand and like i do like the fact that pearl pointed out she's like hey don't blame this on mental health like own up to your mistakes like no like to say you're sorry and be better and i was like go ahead pearl go ahead pearl ended up being one of my favorite characters in the show she was such a breath of fresh air like every time she was on screen which i highly recommend you watch pearl next door because oh yeah i saw that they made a little sequel for her yeah yeah there's eight episodes of that one it's so it's so interesting so like i said the the whole show was filmed during the the lockdown Mm -hmm. so um when family members in Kai's side showed mm. up, they were actually his family members. His dad played his dad, his brother oh played gosh. his brother. I, I, I thought so, because like, I saw uh, his brother looked a lot like him. Mm-hmm. And then I looked, you know, because every show I watch, I looked it up on like, IMDB, and I'm like, oh my god, that's his actual brother. That's his actual brother, that's yeah. That's his actual brother, and that, that's his dad. I think, though, like, that the there's a voiceover that happens, right, with it, with his dad. I think that's, that's someone him. else. Yeah, I think yeah. that's someone else because there's two people listed as um, Oh, Arthur, as his father? Arthur, yeah. Okay. And so um, I think they used the video of his dad, obviously, because they're they live together, they live in yeah. his quarters, and then they used, which is actually, I think the guy that recorded it was the director that kind of discovered him when he was young, mm. which is kind of just so cute. Um, yeah. Because, oh, gosh. It's a... Oh. When we were watching it, mm. I kind of could... I had to go on a flashback of like, that's right. This is how every TV show in the Philippines is. Like, oh, 100%. <laughs> we are, every show is melodramatic. Every show is, you're crying, you're laughing. Like, it's truly there everything. There's nothing like a Filipino crying and just saying, forgive me, please. Put the water in the water in the water Sorry. I... I'm not going to lie to you, kid. <laughs> when I was growing up in the Philippines, uh, I used to stare at a mirror and pretend to cry because I wanted to be a teleseria actor so bad. Yes, and did. I would just stand yes, in the mirror, did. stare at the mirror and just be like, 
Marami na ako nagawa sa buhay ko. Pero ito, isang pamit lang ang gustong-gusto ko. At hindi mo ko papayagang maging actor. Wow. Wow. Literally. Thank you so much. Thank you. There was, um when I was there, there used to be TV shows where you would find the next, like, teen actor, basically. Uh-huh. And yeah, I would yeah. practice. Because that yeah, was one yeah. of the challenges that they yeah. did. They would be right. like, can you cry on cue? And yeah, it would just fully like start making like a monologue about how like your father didn't let you like live your dreams. So <laughs> you're like run away. And dami ko nang nagawa sa buhay ko para lang makapag ma- maging happy ako. <laughs> oh, it's just uh, it's so it's so satisfying. It really It is. is. It really it is. It really is. And it's its own it's its own language. It's its own style. It's its own world of, of storytelling. Ugh. I think the reason why we love melodramas in the Philippines so much is that mm-hmm. in reality, we don't show our emotions to our family members. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. That's I'm like, so true. Yes, because the entire wow. time I was like, I don't actually talk to my mom like this. No. I couldn't imagine no. crying to my mom saying, I'm sorry, I'm gay. Like, oh. I would never say that to my mom. <laughs> And your mom would never be like, even obviously, like obviously you would know sometimes uh-huh. like how they feel, but they would yeah. never be like, mahal na mahal, I love you no matter what. There's nothing I'm like, wrong with you. There's nothing wrong. I'm like, no, my like- mom would just ignore it and just be like, how's your husband? Like, <laughs> uh, how's Adam? Oh uh, okay. <laughs> they would just ignore it. So I was like, that's why. That's why all of our shows that, uh, are melodramatic. so much sense. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. My life has now just changed because of that sentence. It, it all makes sense. Years, years of therapy I don't need now because of you, that. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. You're welcome. Just, you yeah, just. Wa- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, just watch the series and then we'll get through it. That's how the rest of the country gets through it. Listen, so. we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> so in every episode, um, once, like a good popsicle, sometimes it gets a little sticky when the ice cream starts to melt. So let's mm-hmm. talk about the sticky. My biggest thing, and I'm going to fully say this because knowing I haven't, the last Filipino TV show that I watched literally was like from 20, like 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. Like I ha- I've been so far removed from Filipino TV. Yeah. Everything is happening so fast. Truly everything like, is happening so fast. Like it is, in, and, and it just, the, the pacing and what happens and the intensity of it all. I mean, I get it. It's like a, it's, a, it's supposed to be a soap, right? So things exactly. are, are dr- dramatized already. But yep. even like the the act of him just like calling, video calling him, like right as like they finished like playing a game, I was like, that is insane. That's insane. And like I was talking to my sister about it because she streams too, and my brother mm-hmm. streams. Like I, they're very much into the stream culture. And they're like, yeah, that happens. That's that's real life. Like they like you'll get messages from like randos or like from your followers, subscribers, and they'll try to like video chat with you or stuff like that. <sighs> to feel like it's some kind of, I'm like, I get it. Like we're all so starved for interaction. How much how much younger are they than you? Uh my brother is twenty seven or twenty eight. Okay. Twenty eight, twenty eight. And my sister uh is nineteen. So Wow. Yeah. So. so I wonder if that's like 
our generation. I mean, we're not that far off. We're, we're, we're not we're that far off. We're going to be beautiful forever. Yes, we're going to be beautiful forever until we're 73 <laughs> and then uh-huh. we just then look we're like we're 100. Uh-huh. Yep. That's that one day. It's going to turn on us. <laughs> but it's true like I like when I was in high school, like Skype was just becoming a thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Everyone had a Yahoo Messenger yep. and like chatting was the big thing. No one ever did video calls. No one no. ever did audio calls. I feel like that's so personal still. I mean, still, still. Yeah. still. I feel like it's still very personal to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, same. And and meanwhile, in this video, it's like I've never met you, but yeah, let me just video call you. <laughs> right? And I'm working out. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't see you oh, there. Sorry, I thought you weren't gonna pick up. I'm just gonna work out shirtless here. I'm, I'm just like... gonna work out. See, that's why Terrence. I would have fallen for Terrence when he, <laughs> if he had pulled that move on me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. I can't get out. <laughs> yeah, but everything happens so fast, and it's funny because. In hindsight, you know, they made this as a 20 minute episode, Mm -hmm. 12 episode web series. So yes, Mm -hmm. things do have to move fast. Um, But it's, there's so much that's happening. And it's like, they do talk about COVID obviously. And like, Mm -hmm. um, uh, family members are affected by COVID. And I thought that was gonna be like the big arc. But when that happened at like episode four, and then then just things kept happening after that, I was like, oh, I would have assumed that if this is an American show, that would have been the big thing at the end. But it's like, no, 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 that's just part one of trauma. No, 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 no. Every two episodes, there's a new arc of like they something they have to get through. Yeah. They When they were making the series, they were supposed to end it at episode 10. Like oh. that, that was supposed to, which is why they have those two post credits or those, that post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't realize they were going to make three, uh, four more episodes. And so wow. now knowing that I watched it back and I'm like, I can see that. Like I could see that mm-hmm. that being the last, the last would have been the last. Like, obviously yes, they shot this in, I'm guessing like 20 pesos. Like <laughs> I'm guessing they, I, Truly. So there were some production stuff that I was like, oh, like I wish they could have had more resources. Like mm-hmm. the photoshopping was not cute. Those Instagram pictures Ooh, were not yeah. cute. Terrence, the the Photoshop, first of all, the Photoshop with Lola Cora, I was like, Lola Cora does not look good. Some of the Photoshopped Instagram pictures, like the Gav and Terrence, like pictures of, where they're pretending like they're next like to each other. I'm like, are like right their right hands are holding, I'm like, girl, <laughs> no girl, that's a Photoshop girl. <laughs> It was just, it was sad, but I was like, I understand. I totally understand it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're trying to do this whole production during mm-hmm. pandemic, mm-hmm. I totally get it. Okay, let's talk about the biggest sticky. Please. Um, is Gav actually toxic? Because <laughs> let's think about this for a second, okay? No. <laughs> this man, this man was watching a live stream and then all of a sudden incessantly starts messaging him, DMing him, and then and then when they first video call, they're like, Hey, I wanna court you. Like yeah. I I I mm-hmm. think I have a big crush mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. And just does not let go. And I don't at first I wanna say those first episodes, it did feel super uneven. I was like, oh my God, just let this boy go. But <laughs> Obviously, as the season progressed, you understood why he's doing that. That's just right. his personality. Yeah. Like he gets he into like something. Abandonment issues. Into... So like abandonment he really issues. Is like absolutely. a little clingy, and he just needs yes. people to 
to connect with and to love. But on. it was just so strong that I felt like if Kai, if I was Kai in that situation, I would have been. Well, first of all, I would have let it happen because I would have seen a, <laughs> this beautiful man oh my God, is interested in me. His dimples. Hello. His dimples. Oh my gosh. He, but he, I think quintessential puppy. And like yes. uh, uh, Kai is like that, like grumpy cat. Yeah. Like 100%. But like, it just, he, I mean, to talk about <laughs> the way they interact, yeah. like, you know, Kai hates it, but he loves it. Exactly. He, he allows it to happen. You know? Yeah, I think like, I do think like in the beginning, we needed to see that kind of like conflict mm -hmm. develop. Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> Also because like they're following a teleseria trope, right? Like right. they're following mm -hmm. the like that it's a it's a I don't know. They're just they're just following these tropes that I guess like has existed in like rom coms in in straight couples, but mm -hmm. never in the in gay couples. So I right. guess I at that I was kind of like accepting it as I mm -hmm. watched it. Yeah. And obviously that it developed a little bit more and I do think like I do see myself more as a Kai and would have fully been like, I don't know why me, but I wouldn't have actually said no. I would have been like constantly just like, you're joking. This is a joke. You're pranking me. Yeah. You're actually beautiful. Like, right. no, this is <laughs> Like in my head, I'm Gav, but like in real life, I'm Kai. Yeah. Like yeah. 100%. Like, Truly. I don't trust this. Like, I don't trust. Like, yes. <laughs> to wrap up this whole discourse, because I know I could probably <laughs> talk every single episode. Oh, 100. Um, mm -hmm. I do feel like this uh, show is a really beautiful and fun and campy story that's very accessible, um, not only to like Filipinos that are kind of like us. Maybe we're like you know Phil Am. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm Phil Phil. You're Phil Am, but I'm, I'm Phil Phil. Yes, um, but uh, anyone that's like, you know, that kind of is curious about just what it could mean to like, what is it, what could, what it could mean in uh, like to have a relationship in the Philippines, but also like what it could mean in the pandemic mm -hmm. too, what it means to have a relationship or fall in love during the pandemic. Yeah, and, and it, I think that's like what they wanted to do with, with yeah. I mean, yes, it's a BL series, but they also just wanted to showcase that these stories are just like everybody else's mm -hmm. right um mm -hmm. they have their own like certain issues and uh specific uh in environments but it, yeah. everyone feels the same and they just want connection you know yes and they do a really good job of showing like the good the bad and the really ugly about it mm -hmm. too of like mm -hmm. yes there is like paranoia that sets in because you're not there to feel how a person is actually reacting to any of the things that you're yeah. doing yeah it's hard and to trust when you're not in the same room not, not in the same room the same place which isn't it funny it's just it made me watch it and go like wow how early quarantine of this show like Truly. now we're like used Truly. to it yeah it's like now yeah here we are <laughs> like, here we are. another zoom great what's the code got it <laughs> Just, just real quick, like when those like awkward Zoom meetings happen or session meetings happen, mm -hmm. like I would have just left. Like people, they I just would stayed. have just, just left. Like they stayed. I mean, like I know they there's stayed. one where like I was like, no, baby, stay. Like I get that, but like other people, I'm like uh, bye. <laughs> like I got yeah. 
I am having a. It, could you imagine, Kit, if we were just having this podcast recording, and then all of a sudden I go, Someone "Well, actually, Kit, I brought your ex boyfriend to the call. Do you want to talk to? Him? Bye. Bye. <laughs> Not today. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really funny too. Of like, wow. I don't know if this is just like obviously it's dra- I mean, for dramatized yeah, for the yeah, story, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also like, could you? Ima- is maybe the new generation today is just like, bring it. Yeah, let's talk. I don't care. <laughs> Probably, honestly, kids these days. Kids these days. Um, but I do. I I think we. Uh, hopefully, we have both. Um, uh, convinced anyone that's listening or watching that I think this is a really, really cool show to watch just to see what a TV we saw growing up in the Philippines, like Mm -hmm. what the like, what soapy, crazy shows that Uh, we watch literally every day. Usually there's like a mermaid involved or like someone that has a magical power. (laughs) Yes. Someone usually eats a magical stone and they turn into Darna. Like usually there's something. But I really do think at the end of the day, it's an honest look at what it means to fall in love during the pandemic. And I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a great show just for that, but also the representation. Yes. Um, and I I would love to obviously I would have loved to have seen this when I was younger. And I think I would have been a lot less stressed about life. <laughs> back then. Me and you, same. <laughs> so uh in every episode of the popsicle i also post a recipe on the ampliverse website that kind of like promotes um uh, just you know like shares something that was inspired by the show mm-hmm. um so i think i'm gonna make a pizza um just You're because pineapples on it, i am gonna put oh, pineapples no. on it because they i am making a filipino uh, pizza and that uh, basically just means we're putting tender juicy hot dogs we're oh, putting we stand those. We're, yes we're putting filipino spaghetti sauce on there we're putting like block cheese <laughs> Yes, yes, I support that. Just no pineapples, please. No pineapples. I will, you know what? We'll make pineapples optional for for those who can tolerate her. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of The Popsicle. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and let us know what you think of the web series Game Boys. Um, If you're listening to us on the podcast, make sure you leave us a rating or a review. Tell us what you think of the show and what you'd like to hear more in the future. Um, every five episodes of the show, we do a book review. So uh, make sure that you have gotten a copy of A Fall Love Story by Lone Lee. That'll be our next book. Kit, how can people find you on social media if they want to learn more about the amazing work that you do and your amazing voice? Well, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Kitstifer. That's K-I-T-S-T-O-F-F-E-R. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, like to post some singing stuff and just st- trying to keep myself sane during this time. <laughs> just like Terrence. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Uh, you can find me on RJ Food Rocks, at RJ Food Rocks on all of your social media. And my YouTube channel, RJ Food Rocks, premieres a new video every week. The Popsicle is a part of the Ampliverse, and you can find all of our shows here on the Ampliverse YouTube channel or on theampliverse.com. Kit, thank you again so much for talking about the show with me. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been The Popsicle. Bye. Bye. Discovering voices in the world. The Ampliverse.